0: Hello. Hi. Hey. Welcome to Platicast, an audio collage that's as processy, creative, intuitive, and messy as its creators. As Queer Chicana Traviesas, we're here to reclaim our voices, our process, and our coyote medicine, and we invite you to step out of the realm of the ordinary and take a deep dive into the mystery of what wants to be. It's Wednesday, December 16th, 2020, and it has been a while since we've done any recording, any publishing, and, uh, you know, we each have our reasons for that. Mine are due to uh, big changes in my life that have been a mixture of excitement and stress and hope and fear, and uh, I didn't think I was going to record anything this year. I thought I was done recording for the year and would just begin in the new year, but for a moment today, I was in a place where things were just landing, reflections were coming, and um, I figured I'd give it a shot. So at this time that I'm recording, I live in Santa Cruz, California, and I love my job. And uh, it's a blessing when that happens, right? And I've also got a small, very small, uh, private practice. My life was pretty full and very busy. (laughs) And, uh, And I'm making a change, and I won't go into the details of the what's and why's and how things happened but I will just say that it, it happened unexpectedly, or should I say uh, more accurately, it happened in ways that I did not plan and much sooner rather than later. So tomorrow I will be hopping in my rental van and driving to Washington where I will begin a full-time private practice and living with my partner. And it's exciting and very scary. Uh, I think anyone who has left their W-2 job for independent business uh, knows how terrifying that step is, um, especially at a time where things are so chaotic and scary. Um, to leave something so stable feels a little reckless and... Um, uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> Just that that's what it feels like. Landing in the decision to move forward was excruciating. The process was excruciating. Um, I couldn't have made it through without my partner and my friends and my support people, but somehow things landed and I was able to take the very scary step of leaving my job and beginning private practice. Now, what's interesting about this is This seems to be a new pattern in my life, right? Uh, My old pattern seemed to be, you know, leaving places that I didn't like. Anytime I'm in a situation I don't like, I find a way to leave. Um, And it may take a while, but I leave. And that was my old pattern is, you know, leaving lots of places that I didn't like. But I'd say for the last five or so years there seems to be this other pattern emerging of leaving places that I'm actually okay with, that I actually enjoy um, and moving towards something else, a different vision. And I, I, I was wondering about that today, you know, wondering if this is just um, some kind of escapism, some type of restlessness, or is it just life moving forward? Right? Uh, I don't know uh, I'm sure there's a lot there to unpack with my therapist and I'm sure I will when the time comes but it's um, uh, it's a different thing it's a different thing now thinking about how sometimes the clarity to do something doesn't come with reason or intuition. And sometimes you don't feel divinely guided or called. There's a weighing of the risks. So what's come clear to me in this moment is this experience of what to do when you are offered options and none of them feel divine none of them feel like a calling none of them feel inspired um there's no vision pulling you right but there's a lot of pain pushing and in the process of this decision making i kept remembering the words I've heard from Reverend Deborah Johnson, which is uh, pain pushes until vision pulls. Now I don't quite feel the vision yet. How do you take risks when you don't feel a vision pulling you? When you don't feel a calling, what is it that helps you make those decisions and take those risks? you know, for me, this experience has been more like my landscape was changing. Things were already set in motion that changed the landscape and I could no longer stay still. I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but, you know, going to the beach and standing where the waves come up against the shore and the water starts to, you know, pool around your ankles and your your legs and And if you stand in place and you just let the waves come and go, what you start to notice is you can't stand still anymore. Why? It's because the sand keeps shifting from under you. The water keeps pushing and pulling the sand underneath your feet. And you can't stay. You got to move. And that's what this experience has been like for me. I was standing in my, my place here in this job that I love with these people I love working with in my apartment that I love being in. Um, and my landscape, my landscape, the sand under my feet started shifting and I had to decide what to do, right? So, So what do you do when nothing feels divine? when you don't feel called, when there's no vision pulling you, And so what is it that I'm trusting? I don't know. I don't have a name for it. I don't have a feeling for it. But it's something. It's something bigger and outside of me. This moment feels like a blindfolded archer. And I'm very aware that sometimes we have to go back to go forward. And that feels very alive for me too right now. Because that's the only way the arrow is shot got to be pulled back to be launched forward. I had the beautiful experience yesterday of, of sitting with our staff of color group and taking in their well wishes, it's always uncomfortable. But I, I was just trying to allow myself to receive all of it, to be held by it, to be supported, to be witnessed and to witness them. You know, Maestra Grace has said that, uh, you know, we don't get to call ourselves curanderas, that the communities who gets to deem us curanderas and that is what i felt in the role that i had at work i never really considered it a leadership role i didn't see that part of it and yet that's what i kept hearing yesterday is people reflecting my leadership to me and i realized that it's similar in that i don't get to call myself a leader like i don't i'm not a leader because i say i'm a leader i'm a leader when the people i'm with Name me that. And I think this is the first time I'm truly owning my leadership ability. I knew that this role was going to push me into a higher level of ownership of myself, of trust, of edginess. And, and that's what I loved about this role, is it constantly pushed me to be more visible, to be more vocal, to be more trusting, um, to navigate and collaborate with others. I'm trying to honor the pacing of this season as well as I'm shedding and leaving things behind. I'm trying to to honor that space of stillness, of settling, settling in, of germinating. And hopefully by the spring, I'll see where things have rooted. solstice is coming up really soon and we are stepping into our longest night. Sometimes if you step into that space consciously it can be very painful and very challenging. So don't go alone, take your guides, take your medicine, take your higher power, whatever that is you lean on in faith and trust and practice. Go into this longest night with it and let things be the pace that they want to be. Although I think it's safe to say that we've all had quite a challenging year. I I don't what I don't know is the the details of how challenging that's been for you. What I really hope is that as we round out this year that you have safety. That you have peace. That you have time for reflection. That you have time for stillness. And knowing that It is okay. Thanks for listening, and we'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, or if you'd like to share your thoughts, hop on over to our website at platicas.com, that's P-L-A-T-I-C-A-S-T.com, or send us an email, platicas at gmail.com.